I was on my way to a fair and because of the events of this one trip, I picked up the nickname horse meat and it is not for the reason that you think. So Trevor, should I start at the very beginning? The drive over? I want, or just I want the all of it. The whole okay. thing. Do you want all the meat? <laughs> I want all the meat. <laughs> so I'm currently driving at the time a 1990 Ford Festiva. Okay, little bitty car. It is white with two black racing stripes that go up the hood and down the backside. Mm -hmm. I'm on my way to my friend's house to load up into his vehicle, and we're getting ready to head down to Missouri for a Renaissance Fair. So I'm going fully equipped. I've already got my garb on, so you know I've got a white tunic and black pants and a leather belt, and I have this great big Bowie knife with a 12 to 14 inch blade on my belt and strapped to my thigh because I just got done restoring it. You know, I was really proud of it. And, you know, anyone who is an avid knife collector, avid axe collector, they get a nice knife and they just want to use it. Okay. I had had this feeling ever since I, um, ever since I got done with the knife. So I'm on my way to my buddy's house who not even a quarter of a mile away. And I'm going about, I'd say three blocks away and immediately I get pulled over. Okay. See red and blues in the back. So I'm like, all right, pull off into a gas station, uh, parking lot, park the vehicle, you know, keep my hands on the steering wheel. La -di -da. I don't have a valid driver's license at the time. I know this. So the officer comes to my window and he's like, you know, uh, license and registration. I'm like, I don't have a driver's license. It's suspended. Well, why is it suspended? Failure to pay a fine. Well, why are you driving? Because you don't want me walking. He's like, what is that supposed to mean? I'm like, you don't want me walking. Like, I'm transporting some stuff. It's not illegal, but I'm transporting uh, another, like, four blocks up that way and two blocks over. And you, I would be, I would have seen you a lot sooner if I was walking. Right. So he's like, do you have any weapons on you? I'm like, yeah. He's like, what do you have? And I'm like, I got, I got a knife on my hip. He's like, pull it out, set it on the dash, keep your hands on the steering wheel. Okay. So I pull out this 14-inch bladed knife, <laughs> and I give it a slap on the dash. Now, I doubt you've ever been in a Ford Festiva. If you have, good for you. They're great cars. But <laughs> it's a really hollow-sounding dash, and it gives a nice, loud thump. Gotcha. Now, he turns and sees this, hands on his pistol. Not drawing it on me, but his hand's there. And he's like, what are you doing with that? And I'm like, well, one, it's not illegal. Um, and two, you know, I'm a professional sword fighter. I am on my way to a friend's house. We're going down to an event in Missouri to do sword fighting and, you know, do blacksmithing and this, that, and the other. And he's he just kind of gives me this, uh-huh, yeah, sure. So apparently as he was turning away, he had called in for reinforcements. So I'm sitting there for a couple minutes. Three more cars roll up. Two officers in each car. So I now have four cop cars around me with seven officers in around a little Ford Festiva. So he's like, I'm going to need you to step out of the vehicle. Okay. You know, just so you know, it's an automatic seatbelt. You know, don't worry about it. Reach out of the vehicle, pop it open, step out. 
And he's like, all right, do you have any other weapons in the vehicle? Yeah. Well, what do you have? <laughs> <laughs> what it's do you a loaded have? question. I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm just counting. And I'm like, I have four broadswords, two hand axes, two boarding cutlasses, a couple of shanai, a heavy war axe, and a couple of knives. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I run through it again. He's like, where are they? And I'm like, they're rolled up in a towel in the tailgate. He's like, pull them out. I'm like, all right. He's like, as you pull them out, set them on top of the car. All right. <laughs> so I pull out this giant towel that probably weighs 40 pounds with all the weaponry in it. And I unroll it a little bit and I pull one out and I put it on top and I unroll and I pull one out and I put it on top. And as I'm doing this, I, I'm just kind of glancing around and I've started to get a crowd of people, just bystanders, watching four cop cars surround a Ford Festiva and this crazy ass white dude who's just pulling sword after sword <laughs> after sword out of this towel. It's the clown car of swords. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> so another officer asked me, you know, I need your license and registration. I'm like, I don't have a valid driver's license. He's like, well, then why are you, you know, driving? I'm like, do you want me walking with this? He's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going four blocks up that way and two blocks over. I'm going to take all this. I'm going to put it in my buddy's car. We're driving down to Missouri. And, you know, he's like, get back in your car. We'll follow you over there. When you come back to town, you call me and I will escort you back home. And sure enough, they did. So they follow me over there, unload my stuff, you know, get squared away. Blah, dee, dah. We are on the way down to Missouri. And it's dusk, you know, the sun's starting to set. And, uh, you know, I still have that feeling like I really want to use this knife. Like I really want to cleave something. So I look over at the driver. I'm in the front passenger seat. My buddy John is driving. And I look over at my friend John and I'm like, hey, out of curiosity, like, if we happen to see like an animal running next to the vehicle, like a deer or something. And it's running parallel to the vehicle, kind of keeping up with it. Can I lean out the window and kill it? And he's like, sure, Gabe. I'm like, do you promise? He's like, yeah, Gabe. I'm like, sweet. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we have one other guy in the back who's directly behind me. His name is Brad. Okay. And then my girlfriend at the time and my future girlfriend... <laughs> are actually in the vehicle behind us. This is important for later. So we're driving along. A little bit of time has passed. And I'm like, all right, John. So I know I said, you know, a deer or something. I'm like, can we just enlarge that to any large animal running parallel? He's like, so let me get this straight. You want me, if we see an animal running parallel to us, at 65 miles an hour, you want to lean out the window and kill it with your knife. I'm like, absolutely. He's like, okay. I'm like, do you promise? He's like, yeah, Gabe, I promise. I'm like, sweet. Sun has just started to go down. And up in the distance, I see it. I see a little red blinking light. And it's too low to be a cell phone tower. 
I know what this is. Now, this was not the intention when I made him make this promise, but he promised. And a promise is a promise. You keep your promises. You know, you can ask any Rennie, you know, Heather, Heather can tell you a promise is a promise. You keep your promises. So we're driving along and I reach over and I stretch and I pop that seatbelt and it slowly comes across. I'm like, it's getting hot in here, isn't it? Roll down my window. And uh, that little light is just blinking steadily, getting closer and closer and closer. And by the time you could make out the Amish buggy on the (laughs) side of the road that was running parallel with the road, I have grabbed a hold of the handle and I am out of the window to my knees with this 14-inch bladed knife. Swinging through the air, screaming, swerve, swerve. (laughs) And he did, but he swerved the other way. (laughs) That bastard. So I get back in the car and I have this knife in my hand. I'm like, John, you promised, (laughs) you promised me that you would swerve and I could get that damn animal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that was the whole purpose of this agreement. You promised and you broke your promise. It was running parallel to the vehicle. And no, you know, you have ruined so much for me. You have ruined so much for everyone. He's like, what the hell were you going to do? I was like, I was going to field strip that bitch if I needed to. <laughs> He's like, how the hell were you going to do that? I'm like, I got grip strength for days. 16 years of blacksmithing, John. That's how I was going to do it. First swipe, you cut the harness. Then you cut the jugular. You I'll field strip it at 65. I don't care. So he's like, what, what would we have done with a horse that you have successfully field stripped at 65 miles an hour? You know, what about the Amish guy? Oh, fuck Hamish. (laughs) (laughs) So not five minutes after this little exchange, I still have the knife in my hand. We see a billboard. 24-hour taxidermist. (laughs) You can drop it off. Give them... You call this little number. They will taxidermy it. Let you know when it's done. And I'm like, see, John? See? We could have had a fucking taxidermied horse. For fair. We could have drove that thing around. Had little kids sit on it. It would have been great for the encampment. Who else has a fucking stuffed horse at a Ren Fair? Like, we've got 10 tents, we've got a blacksmith, we got a cook, why not have a horse? <laughs> you know, everyone could have eaten, everyone would have been full. We pull into the site at fair, this is about an hour later, and it's on privately owned land, and they also own a 24-hour smokehouse. <laughs> specializing in wild game. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just fucking... Yelling at him, we could we could have fucking smoked the meat. We could have smoked the meat here. We could have dropped off the hide. We would have had a stuffed horse. We would have been golden. <laughs> now you ruined it. Yeah, you ruined it. You ruined it. You pr- and I just kept repeating. You promised <laughs> after everything we passed. It's like you promised and you broke your promise. <laughs> so we pull into our site. It's late. It's dark. You know, we still got to set up our tents and everything else, and. You know, one of the guys that was in our group, his name is Kevin, and he had brought a bunch of deer meat for everyone to enjoy over the open fire. Well, by the time we got there, it was all gone. So now 
we've driven all this way. We're hungry. We're tired. We've still got to set up our camp. And I'm like, see, John, we could have, we could have handed it to them. We could have loaded up that fucking fire pit, had plenty to eat and been perfectly fine. But no, you had to break your promise. So then I have to explain this whole story because they're confused. They just see me pissed off at John and they're confused why I'm pissed off at him and still clutching my knife because I haven't put it down. (laughs) This is a little over two hours after the initial incident and I'm still holding that knife. I haven't put it back. (laughs) So about this time, my girlfriend at the time and my future girlfriend show up. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, all I know is everything was going fine. And then you're out the fucking window swinging at an Amish dude. I'm like, hey, I was swinging at the horse. (laughs) And car swerving. Brad's texting me because he can't breathe to call me because he's laughing so hard. (laughs) Because apparently Brad had seen what was going on the whole time. He's seen me unbuckle the belt, roll down the window, pull the knife, get everything ready. He just doing it like a TV show. Yeah, he's like, this can't be real. This can't actually be happening. Oh my God, it's happening. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, that is how I got the nickname Horse Meat. (laughs) 